Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dan from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Ben. Hello. And we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Commando Joe, and Smoke with Jack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pit masters, and you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade, or looking for charcoal cabinet smokers, check them out over at Max Barbecue. Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue, inspiring the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And that is wholesale and retail. So guys, if you own the barbecue shops over Europe, then get in touch with barbecue gourmet to uh, provide you with all of the great rubs marinades sauces etc commodity joe is renowned for build quality and innovation from smoking roasting or searing commodity joe is the premium ceramic grill chosen by michelin star chefs and barbecue enthusiasts alike get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in check out commodityjoe.co.uk plus facebook and twitter and on today's show we have hunter gather cook so nick do you want to introduce yourself to everyone Hi, I'm Nick. I'm a founder and director of Hunter Gather Cook, a foraging and cookery school in Sussex, and we specialise in butchery and uh, fire cookery. Awesome. What Dan and I have both talked about on many occasions wanting to do some sort of hunter-gather type cooking experience out in the woodland, do some foraging, do that sort of thing. Um, we saw you pop up on our social media feed and thought maybe the right chap to talk to about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we um, we spend a, a hell of a lot of time out in the woods. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's sort of it's it's kind of all part of it for us. So, kind of we we work on this mainly with the meat. The meat that we work with is is all kind of game and uh, fur and feather, if you like. So, we do a lot of stuff with venison. Um, quite a lot of your season. Uh, we're very tightly um, linked to the season, so um, we use deer all year round, but um, obviously different types. And uh, and then when game season comes in, we're we're using a lot of that. Um, so we're quite used to working with with animals with not much fat, um, which which as I'm sure you know from the um, from the fire cookery side of things is is a good thing, but sometimes a bad thing. Definitely, yeah. So, so how did it come about? How did Hunter Gather Cook form? Um, uh, well, it's, it's kind of grown very sort of organically. It's got quite an interesting, I suppose, backstory. Um, I think it, it all kind of started. I was working as a chef in in events mainly up in London um, back in about two thousand nine. I think I was I was up there for about five years, um, and I think when when the whole recession hit. Uh, about six of the different companies I was working for couldn't really give me much work. So um, I mean, I'm from Sussex originally, kind of grew up doing a lot of fishing and hunting, and so sort of for me it was. I thought, well, actually, I'd be charged to get closer to my my ingredients, and I'd started a um, a kind of website. Uh, I think a couple of years before, just putting wild food recipes and stuff like that on. Um, so and that was originally called Hunter Gather Cooks. Um, which is grammatically incorrect. It should be either hunt gather cook or hunter gather a cook. Um, but uh, I'm dyslexic, so I just put it down to that. Um, we'll, we'll let you off. Uh, yeah. I'll quickly <laughs> so, uh, um, take the name hunter gather a cook. And uh. yeah, <laughs> I was like, man, man, people that phone up and go, "Hi, is this hunter gather a cook?" Like, 
hunter-gatherer. Um, but yeah, um, he's so, my better twin brother. If you want to try and get hold of yeah. <laughs> my grammatically <laughs> correct brother, the sister company. Um, <laughs> but um, so yeah, there's uh, so I kind of uh, made the decision to move back to Sussex and um, uh, build a treehouse in the middle of the woods and and sort of try to live off the land uh, for six months. Um, and sort of build the whole thing from recycled natural materials, and um, and I think I was I was teaching foraging and butchery at a, a campsite not too far away, um, but managed to find some woodland in which to do it through some friends of friends who had a family farm, and um, and uh, basically went about building it, and then uh, I think about it took about six weeks to build, cost about three hundred quid, um, and uh, and then it just sort of was it was being kind of I had a full veg patch but it was all about kind of fishing shooting um and foraging um and obviously the only kind of source of warmth or cooking was all fire so um uh it was sort of doing that then I was doing a column for Reader's Digest at the time and the publishers saw the column and and got in touch with me and said oh you think this might make quite a good book um uh which I was surprised at but um but yeah it sort of was then then became more like work because uh, I had to sort of document it all and everything, and uh, and then a year later it was published as Treehouse Diaries, um, uh, and then from there uh, I think I was doing a book signing and and someone a woman came up to me and said, oh, do you, know, do you take people out and, and show them how to do this thing because my my husband's useless, he can't he can't light fires, he can't do this, he can't do that, and and I said, well, I'm sure I could, and and I think she wrote me a check for. 100 quid and said right okay here's his email address try and sort it out and uh and that, that was about eight years ago uh and he still hasn't done his course um, <laughs> so, have you cashed in the check uh, <laughs> no i cashed it and i said i can either refund it every year i get back in touch and either refund it or he could do it he could still come and do his course and he's like yeah yeah, yeah no i'll get it sorted out um, well, ben's pretty so, similar so, pretty hopeless at making fires can't cook <laughs> can't do anything so can yeah. i pay you a hundred or can i pay you about a grand or something just to take him that's the thing. Well, I said, yeah, do, a pri- <laughs> do a private course now. It's sort of, you know, ten times as much. But um, I'll stick to the hundred um, quid. <laughs> so, uh, I'll see. So, I'll see if uh, I can get hold of this bloke and give him hundred and fifty quid for it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's uh, no, he's always welcome. His course is never going to expire. Um, but um, but yeah, so that kind of set me down the route of looking for some woodland in which to do it. Um, and then it started off sort of quite small, just me and I think one other guy doing courses. And and then I think three years ago we we decided we need to upgrade, and we've got a now I've got this big 30 foot treehouse in the middle of the woods, which we funded on Kickstarter. Um, I think we've got about up to about 20 people that now work on together cook. Uh, we've got another site up at Kew Garden, well with Kew Gardens at their place in the country um, and then we're taking on a barn on the South Downs this year so it's kind of grown at a gentle pace but now everything's suddenly um, stepped up a gear so um, it's, it's good fun but uh, but very challenging with uh, with sort of all the new things that are happening but, um, but oh, lots awesome. of fun. Yeah it sounds really good it's great to hear it growing and growing. Mm. Um, no, definitely. Do you think is that is that down to yourselves, like just promoting it more? Is that just down, is it like becoming more of a cool thing to get involved with? Or um, I, it's quite a hard thing because we we don't we don't really do any advertising. Um, it's kind of Instagram has always been a very useful tool for us. 
Twitter's rubbish. We don't use that. Um, Facebook also not particularly great. Um, but I mean, yeah, Instagram's been very handy. I think with with sort of pushing what we do. Um, a lot of sort of stuff at festivals, and I mean, I, I do still do some articles here and there. Uh, we have journalists come and see us. Um, but I think doing things like festivals have been really useful. Um, I mean, we've done did Metopia the last three years. Uh, actually, no, no, we didn't do it the second year. We just went and had fun. Um, okay. But uh, but yeah, that's been quite handy. Wilderness Festival is is one of the big festivals we do where we I think there's there's all the whole teams on site. We're doing we have about 230 people over the weekend doing deer butchery, crayfish trapping, um, and foraging workshops. Uh, so I think it's it's a lot of by word of mouth, and, and we do a lot of stag do's as well. So um, you know you get sort of 16 to 20 guys coming down on them. Um, they'll then tell a friend, and then they'll they knock on effect with stag do's, and and then people book courses. So it's um, I think it's all kind of quite a sort of natural thing. I think, but I think it's something that people are quite interested in as well. I think that kind of the wild side of it, and, and where we do it, uh, and the way in which we do it. Yeah, definitely. So so like. Can you, can you give us a feel like if we went came along now? I guess it's springtime, so you're doing a spring course. Like, what sort of things would we get involved in? How long does, it, does uh, the course last? Just a day, or is it a weekend? Or yeah, so I mean, all the courses we do are day courses. Um, I mean, the last uh, what did we do on Saturday? We had a deer in a day course, um, which we do about three or four of them a year. Um, so, uh, for example, on Saturday we had. Uh, I think we had 15 people down, um, and we had two different carcasses. We had a, a seeker deer and a, a fallow deer as well. So we're doing a bit of kind of comparison on on difference of deer species and their flavours um, and their anatomy, which fairly similar, but there's a few slight differences. Um, uh, size being one of them. Um, and so we had 15 people come down. They learn to butcher, well, skin the deer first, butcher it into primal cuts. Um, and then we teach some seam butchery on it, um, take apart back haunches, front haunches. Some of it gets minced for, for sort of their lunch. So um, it's quite a sort of weird thing the way Hunter Gather Cook works because it's sort of it's part education, part entertainment, if you like. So they get to work hard doing all their butchery. They do all the legwork for us, and then the meat sort of pass into the kitchen um, where the guys, uh, the chefs in the kitchen, will process it. And turn out these beautiful dishes, um, which I'll then st- send upstairs to the people on the course. So I think this uh, what they have on Saturday had um, two different types of carpaccio made with the back straps um, of each one. Uh, with obviously we bring in wild ingredients into everything. Uh, I think we had some lactose and stuff and pickled bits and pieces as well. Um, and then they had uh, truffle venison burgers. I think for their main because I've got a little truffle doggy finds us lots of truffles. Um, uh, so that was their kind of main and in the afternoon further butchery um, we did a bit of curing with them and made some carne salada for them to take home um, and then we did some dirty cooking with them so we taught them how to dirty cook with various venison cuts from the back haunches um, and then we did venison tacos uh, and that kind of rounded off the day. Um, I mean, it, that's a kind of specialist course. So that's just focused on on meat. But on spring, things like spring courses, um, they're also doing things like wild cocktail making, using smoke guns to, to sort of smoke infused drinks. And 
people who do the foraging workshop and a fire workshop as well, which we kind of we sort of teach them how to make fire from scratch, doing the the sort of more sort of Ray Mears kind of style of fire lighting, but bring it into context with how they're going to cook over fire. So because um, we're not a bushcraft company, we don't have to really bother with rubbing sticks together and stuff like that. <laughs> It's awesome. There's such a good variety of stuff that you get to do. Yeah, it's quite it's quite a full on day. I mean, they run from what ten till six, but um, but yeah, there's the, the people are just constantly on the move. They get a nice hour sort of break for lunch where they sit up on the treehouse top deck and we feed them wine and food and and so they have a little bit of time off and then it's back to it. Nice. Um, so I guess then you do like all sorts of different styles of cooking as well you've got i think i've seen like a photo of like a wood-fired oven more like a pizza oven style yeah so thing. you've got a few different things like that yeah so we have i mean on any on any given course we have probably about about five fires on the go at any one time so we have one that's because we we work because we're in the middle of the woods we're completely off grid so um so we have to obviously sort of all our washing up, things like that. Everything has to be the water has to be heated. So we have um, we have a backfire which is for that. Then we've got our main grilling area. Um, we've actually just had a new grill installed, which I had custom made, which is sort of based on a Tuscan grill. Um, so you can change all the levels on it on yeah, each cool. side. Um, then we've got our clay oven, which we built uh, with clay from the wood. Um, and then we've got our built-in sort of barrel smoker, which is built into the kitchen unit, which is mainly for kind of cold smoking. Um, but we can use a hot smoker if we want as well. Um, uh, then we've got our sort of, our sort of, well, we call it our, our mother fire, which is sits over underneath the parachute, which is where we do a lot of fire workshops. And that's kind of just a big, big fire circle where we can actually, it's sort of big enough to be able to spit roast stuff over if we need to as well. Um, and then for anything in particular, we've got we've got two underground ovens, one large one, one small one. Um, and then if we need to build anything bespoke for anything, then we'll just do that. Awesome. So you were uh, one of the pictures that caught my attention recently were you guys playing around with some of the Ioshen knives. We're big fans of Ioshen and Natalie, and uh, there yeah, were some yeah. wicked pictures Sorry. of you guys messing around with some of the knives. Yeah, yeah, we had uh, we had the Ioshen crew down. Uh, I think it was a few weeks ago. There, uh, yeah, no, Natalie's lovely, um, and their knives are just—I mean, well, as you guys know, um, you can't really beat them. Um, I think certainly I, before I had an Irish knife, I just don't—I I don't know what I'd go on to now. Um, but I think you know, I've got what's more on the Maui Diva, and it's just incredible. Yeah, um, I've got so, the same it's a really good knife. Yeah, yeah. it's just the shape, everything. It's fantastic. Um, so yeah, we have we sort of do a bit of work with with IHN and um, I think they're due uh, to come down and see us again. Um, it's great as well because they bring down a lot of their chefs and we kind of do a few workshops with them. We do some butchery and then we sort of introduce this master chef style cook off and uh, and they cook for us, which is nice. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's uh, worked out quite well. Um, all in the name of competition, obviously. Yep, um, definitely. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, let's say we do kind of all sorts of different things. I think um, I don't know if you guys have seen we did. I, know, I think you know DJ Barbecue. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, we did uh, we did quite a fun little project with him, uh, which well we kind of I think we were doing it anyway, and I sort of mentioned it to him, and and I think he he was sort of like oh, I've, got, I've got to do some filming, so uh, we ended up doing this water wheel spit roast 
um, deer. He's, uh, he's probably so scared or something, so he just got <laughs> used to it. Yeah, it was a bit, bit of rustic engineering. Um, but that was quite a fun thing to do. So that was sort of more of a, uh, let's see if we could do it. I think I'd seen something on YouTube of someone doing a water wheel, yeah. um, spit roast chicken or something. I said, I was like, well, we can do better than that. Um, so built this big water wheel and found a space to do it and uh, spent a day drinking beer and roasting deer. And I think we were doing, there was a whole video of it on his on his channel. Um, uh, although he had to change the name because... I think when it went up on Food Tube, it said it came out as spit roast in the wilderness. Um, <laughs> so when when you googled that, um, it it didn't quite work. So uh, he had to, or some questionable things came up. So I think he had to change it to water wheel spit roast. Um, so um, we had a chili yeah, farmer was... on talking about rimming the other day, but it was actually uh, the actor, him and his friends, they they rub chili around the uh, your pint glass when you were in the toilet or something. So uh, that was their form of rimming, but it didn't sound so good on on the podcast. I wasn't sure where we were yeah. going. Yeah, you needed the spit rose in the wilderness, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, especially considering what we do. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, uh, that was yeah that was a good day. So it's kind of doing little sort of projects and stuff like that are quite good fun. Um, uh, I think we're due to Asador a whole cow at Big Grill, I think, in Dublin awesome. this year. I think well, that's that's what I've been chatting with Andy Noonan about. But, um, but yeah, that's going to be a bit of a challenge. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, just kind of a lot of things like that as well. Big Grill's awesome. There's all sorts of cooking going on. Last year, I mean, last year they had a real sort of... Uh, a lot of people were doing... Uh, obviously, had John doing his uh, standard sort of cedar cedar pits and uh mm. we had a few of the brazilian guys over doing some some asado stuff and uh that was really cool and they had like the hanging chickens on the wire from like they build like the little frame and they have like chickens and stuff hanging uh they yeah, had like yeah. ducks hanging and stuff like that it was really cool and uh you had andre uh, lima and you had uh, neil rankin was there they had like cedar blocks as well they did some goat mm. tacos and bits and pieces it's a really good event actually like a real sort of variety of uh styles of cooking and stuff so that'd be wicked seeing you guys there yeah, yeah, well, we're looking forward to it. Um, it's uh, fortunately, I think they've changed the dates, and was going to be like the weekend after Wilderness when we're mostly dead um, after a week <laughs> of doing that. But uh, but I think they've changed the dates now, so I was like, ah, perfect. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. It'll awesome. be a lot of fun. You're, um, you're at enough. Jimmy's festival as well, I think, aren't you? Yeah, they were over at Jimmy's. I think we've got. Um, I think we're doing deer butchery up there, so we're doing a sort of deer butchery workshop. And just showing people how to take apart deer. I mean, venison is one of the things that we really try to sort of champion um, a lot because I mean, there's there's hundreds and thousands of deer in the UK that desperately need to be eaten. Um, so uh, I think we'd have to, I think, almost double the amount of people at deer stalk at the moment. Well, uh, to, to put you on the spot here uh, to to promote venison, best cut and how to cook it for everyone. Mm. Oh, so much variety. Well, um, at the moment, what is your favourite thing to do? You must have something in the minute that you, you're enjoying cooking uh, in the form of cut or, or style or something. What what would you encourage say, people to give a go? I'd say two. I mean, I'd say my personal favourite at the moment is in inside the back haunch, there's uh, an extension of the, the back strap or the fillet, which is called the bullet. Um, and it's called the bullet because it's just shaped like a bullet. Um and uh, that uh, just literally 
literally just chucked on hot coals. We've been using a lot of Oxford coal, uh, Oxford charcoal cherry yeah, at the moment. Cool. Um, that just pairs really nicely with venison. Um, uh, that um, just done in a taco. We've been doing that the last few weeks, and that's really nice. Um, but I think our my personal favourite we do is um, uh, is to actually take an entire fillet or the back strap, and uh, we actually first of all plait it. So you could get trimmed down. I've seen this. It, yeah, I've seen you, then, the picture of you guys doing this. It's cool. Yeah, and so it's, it's kind of getting a bit bit fiddly with the meat, but it's. Uh, I think the nice thing is because you can really work the marinade into. You, you, before you actually plait it, you cut it into its three strands, um, and then you can marinate it and just work it all over it, um, and then you plait it, and you literally. I think we dirty sear it on whole half logs, um, so we get that burning. Flip it over that off and then I think we hold it in a smoker for about 10 minutes um, just in a, in a hot smoker in one of the big Weber Smoky Mountains and then um, that's then literally just the nice thing is you can just slice it and, and it's already into cubes and good to go and I think we do that with uh, we did it actually as one of our Meatopia dishes this year and that had we did it with a sorrel verde so it's like a salsa verde but um, we used a wild mint and a plant called sorrel in it, which is a really sharp lemony tang to it. Um, so that served as that. And I think we did a truffled uh, parsnip puree with it as well, and then with fresh truffle as well. So it was uh, quite a decadent, decadent dish, but it just came Sounds together awesome. beautifully. And I think that's kind of, I'd say that would be my favourite way. I'm just, just to, even if you've got like, you know, kind of lamb fillet or pork fillet, Plating it, and, uh, and even if you're not dirty cooking it, just straight on the grill is, is a beautiful way to do it. Awesome. Sounds amazing. Got to give that a go. Yeah, so before yeah. I interrupted, you were about to say that, so as well as, uh, I'm being cautious of time here, but as well as uh, more people eating venison, you were saying that you uh, people need to get out and hunt more. Is that what you were going yeah, to say? Yeah, so Okay. So for us, it's kind of a lot of people that, oh, for example, I'd say half the people that came on our deer in a day course are now because we, we the the estate that we actually work with a lot down here um, uh, is called Eridge Park, uh, which is up sort of Tunbridge Wells way. So um, we do we do ourselves we do a lot of cold days up there. So we're out actually shooting. I mean this this time of year we're hitting the deer quite hard because the season for fallow comes to an end at uh, I think at the end of April. So um, we're sort of doing quite a lot at the moment up there um and then obviously all the carcasses we're using up at the school um so uh for us it's sort of encouraging people to actually get into the hunting side of it as well because um i mean i suppose as a carnivore it's the sort of closest you can get to being a vegetarian because you're that close to your meat you're actually responsible for it every step of the way um so it's i mean it's uh, even even to the point where we have had i think we've We've cured six, no, seven vegetarians in seven years now. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, well, saying cured is a bit politically incorrect. I think you meant to say converted or convinced. Um, I'm happy with but, cured. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but that's the thing. It's, it's, you know, it's. I think you know, it is such a, a wonderful meat that not enough people eat it in the UK. And I think in terms of when it comes to actually cooking over fire, it's it's quite an easy meat to deal with because you don't have the fat content you do with beef and things like that so you don't have to worry about flare-ups and bits and pieces it's just it's very simple very straightforward um i mean i'd say 
50% of the dishes we do are actually kind of, I pretty much just seared and served very rare or raw. Um, uh, and the rest of it is either underground oven or slow cooked. So um, it's, it's an incredibly versatile meat as well. Awesome. Definitely. We need to get in touch with the guys at uh, Good Game and mm. get, in, get into Powder Room. They, they manage uh, Powder Room Estate, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, get in there and try and get some hunting done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think most of these places and, and a lot of the people that come on courses go through, well, we could just get in touch with them and they'd take us out hunting. It's like, well, yeah, you don't have to have a firearms license and stuff like that. There's a lot of estates that, you know, they do rely on people coming along and actually, you know, going, paying to go out stalking and for the experience. Um, but uh, then the clever thing is, if you want to buy the deer you shot off them, or you want the deer you shot off them, you don't have to buy that off them as well. Um so, uh, so it's 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 a good little system. Yeah. yeah. Now I know that they do stag do's. So this is definitely what we should have done for your stag do. Yeah, my stag do's <laughs> in about three weeks' time. So <laughs> this would have been epic. Yeah, yeah. Well, stag, stag do's. Sadly, we don't we don't let them do any hunting or go anywhere near guns. No. <laughs> <laughs> good shout. Or machetes or axes. <laughs> Right. Well, that's awesome, mate. I know you've got to get off, so thanks very much for your time. Um, we've oh, we've loved, loved chatting to you. We we'll definitely have to chat to you again because there's loads more we need to find out from you. So we'll uh, yeah, for we'll, sure. we'll get in touch with you again soon. Well, no, cheers, guys. Um, but yeah, uh, give us a call. Yeah. Awesome. Just before you go, can you just run through where people can find you uh, in case they would like to come along or, or check things out? Yeah, of course. We're on. Um, uh, I mean, our website is www.huntergathercooks.com, um, and on there we've got all our different courses that we do from spring, summer, autumn, uh, all different types of meats on different courses. Um, and then we have our mushroom courses, we have a fishing course, uh, and we have our deer of the day courses. And I think actually in August we're going to be doing a DJ barbecue versus hunter gather cook. Um, which uh, we're just finalising at the moment. So that's going to be a day of uh, two of us. So it's going to be more cooking with barbecues, um, your conventional ones, but also kind of the style of fire cookery that we do as well. So that's going to be um, that's going to be a good one. Um, awesome. If you need yeah. judges, let us know. To, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be in touch. Um, they also follow us on Instagram. We're just on Instagram as Hunter Gather Cook, um, and same on Twitter. Um, but yeah, come come and see us in the woods. Awesome, we'll, we'll see you there. Spit <laughs> roast in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wicked. No, Thank you very much, much bro. Thanks, thanks. Cheers, thanks. Chat a lot. soon. Cheers. Bye. Take care. Bye. Cool. Yeah, we definitely should have done that for your stag do. By the way. Yeah, I know. I know. Can we have Go another ahead. stag do? There's no one? reason why not. I mean, I'm completely up for it, even if it's just me and you yeah. getting jazzed in the woods. Yippee. We need someone else to spit roast though. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Well, I suppose it could be me and Nick. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. As always, we are brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Kamado, Joe, and Smoke with Chat, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice, beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade, or looking for charcoal cabinet smokers, check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades, and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. 
So regardless of how you cook, whether it's with charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the Real Taste of Barbecue can be yours all year round. And Commander Joe is renowned for build quality and innovation from smoking, roasting or searing. Commander Joe is the premium ceramic grill chosen by Michelin star chefs and barbecue enthusiasts alike. Get that real great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Check out commandojoe.co.uk plus Facebook and Twitter. And Smokewood Jack delivers quality smoking wood every single time. They provide the smoking goodness, you provide the talent. So if you are looking for smoking wood chunks, dust, chips or planks, then head on over to smokewoodshack.com and you can find them on Twitter at Smokewood Shack. They are the legends of wood. They always give me wood. Got wood. Uh, goodbye from me. And goodbye and from me, I'm probably a better hunter than you as well as a better cook. So turn it off now. You've just never just hunted anything in your life. Uh, you've never cooked anything in your life outside of your oven. You're just full jet.